Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you will hear Chris Holtman's Wednesday, January 12th press conference that he did with the collected Ohio State media ahead of Thursday night's game against the number 13 Wisconsin Badgers. This press conference was held on Zoom because Chris Holtman is still in COVID protocol, so he is not allowed to be around other people. However, he did inform everybody that he will be leaving on Thursday morning to join his team in Madison before the big top 20 matchup that night. In addition to giving us all an update on his health and that of assistant coach Ryan Peden, Holtman also talked about what has changed for both the Buckeyes and the Badgers since their first meeting of the year in which Ohio State blew out the Wisconsin team. He discussed why Jake Diebler was the right person to take over the team in his and Peden's absence. He gets into Malachi Branham's progression as a second option for the Buckeyes and much, much more. So with all of that now out of the way, here's Ohio State men's basketball coach, Chris Holtman. Here we go. We'll start off with Steve Hellwagon and Patrick Murphy on deck. Go ahead, Steve. Well, hey, Coach. First of all, I guess uh, everyone's curious about uh, what happened for you here in the last six or seven days. If you could, what you're able to tell us about what happened and uh, how difficult that was. I, I just wonder if there's a hole in the wall there in that uh, room where you uh, were watching that game as uh, Northwestern kept flipping in one shot after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a diff. That that no question. That's that's not an easy thing, uh, Steve, for sure. So, you know, I, I think um, I, I I don't mind telling you that um, I I started to have uh, some symptoms uh, that I felt on Friday. Uh, took a test. Um, nothing. 
uh, after practice just to make sure. Then uh, uh, Saturday, woke up with a fever and tested and um, tested positive. And, you know, so we were able to do <clears throat> practice, um, uh, just put practice together on Saturday, met with the staff virtually. I wanted to do a PCR to confirm. Uh, Ryan Peden had told me earlier that morning that uh, he had tested positive. So, um, you know, we met as a staff, put the game plan together, organized what the next day was going to look like. Um, so you're still really involved, obviously, in the day-to-day, -day, really, uh, really all the way leading up until tip. Um, met with the team um, virtually before, did our normal um, – personnel uh, reminders uh, with the team and then had the staff go through their, their uh, things. And I thought Jake and Ryan and Tony did a tremendous job and the support staff did a good job pitching in for that 24 hour period for sure. Mm -hmm. um, regarding Wisconsin, you've already played them one time. You get into that stretch where you're starting to do, replays uh they haven't yeah. lost a game since they lost yeah. to you guys on december 11 uh and it seemed in that game that it was davis that kind of held them up and held them in it uh i assume from your standpoint they're getting more contributions from more people uh what uh what are you seeing out of them i guess these last five or six games that have been i mean they've been on a bit of a run here they really have steve it, it might have been as well as we played all year um, I think you could certainly put that game up there with maybe the Duke and the Seton Hall games in terms of how well we, we played. Um, you know, we have a we have a, a really tough stretch here of next couple of days because we have a Wisconsin team followed by a Penn State team. And you could certainly argue that those are two of the hotter teams in, in the league right now. Penn State's won three of their last four. They almost beat Purdue at home or else they would have won four out of four. Um, so they're. We've had a quick turnaround with them on on Saturday at noon, followed by a Wisconsin team that, as you mentioned, they've you know they've only lost once this year with Davis. Uh, they're all American in the lineup, and that was at our place. So um, I just you know got a lot of respect for them as a team. Greg's done a tremendous uh, job with them this year. Um, they're physical at home. They really rebound it. They have one of the great wins of the season at Purdue. Uh, which we all know is difficult to, uh, to play there. Um, and uh, obviously you have Davis, who's emerged as, as a lottery pick, um, but they have other guys. But, but it, it does really begin and end with Davis and Davison uh, for those guys. They've had a tremendous uh, season thus far, for sure. It's going to be a great – it's going to be as big a challenge as we played all year. Thank you. All right, we'll go Patrick Murphy with Griffin Strom on deck. Patrick. Chris, I know with, with yourself being out, Ryan being out, you didn't have a ton of options, but what makes Jake Diebler uh, a guy who can step in and lead the program when, when you're out for a game? You know, it was, it was really um, – it was an easy decision because of how much I think of Jake. Uh, but I don't – you know, it was a collaborative effort. It really was. You know, Mike Netty had to take over for Ryan Peden's uh, job. And, and, you know, we collaborate as a staff. You know, there's not – uh, obviously, the head coach is always going to take um, take the, the necessary blame for the losses. But uh, any success we've had has been a really a credit to um, uh, I think we have a really high quality staff. And there's no question, 
that um, we have future head coaches on our staff and uh, Ryan and Jake um, and, and Tony are going to be those guys sooner rather than later. But I thought Mike Meddy uh, as well as Tony really pitched in, but um, you know, Ryan obviously would have gotten that designation. Um, but with him being out, uh, Jake's uh, the second most experienced on our staff and, you know, he's, he's been a great, great hire for us. And Jake, talk to us after the game about just the amount of stuff you have to do to get ready, you know, talking to the referees during the game to get exploited. I mean, stuff that I guess most people don't think about as, as a head coach. How valuable can even one game be for him, as you said, a guy who's probably going to be a head coach down the line, just to experience all that in a major game like that? Not, you know, it, it wasn't a, a practice or something. I think it really helps. It helps him, you know, to have a fuller picture of kind of what all, you know, I've always felt like in coaching, if you can, you know, every, most every assistant wants to be the head coach and, or wants to be a head coach at some point. And they all understand that that's hopefully within their, their, their goals. But I've always felt like if, if throughout your early coaching career, if you could do, every job from director of basketball operations or director of football operations to assistant coach to recruiting coordinator. Um, it really allows you to see when you become a head coach to see the job for what it is. And um, um, listen, there is, you know, there is a lot that goes on um, in a head coach's mind. And I've always said um, being a head coach can bring your insecurities to the surface more than anything. In, in life. And uh, I think you have to be secure with who you are. You have to trust your players, trust your system. Uh, but for, uh, you know, I think it's, it's just a snippet, right? It's just one game. So I think, and there was a lot of, you know, collaborative preparation leading up to that. Um, but uh, I, I think uh, at the end of the day, you know, personally, I think it can really help him moving forward for sure. All right, we'll go Griffin Strom and Jacob Bench on that. Griffin. Hey, Coach, uh, circling back to, to Davis for a second. Um, you know, last time against you guys, he had 24 points and shot 50%, but he also uh, went two for uh, seven from three, and I don't even think he uh, shot a free throw. So I'm just wondering, you know, what did you like about the way you guys defended him and, and what you uh, think you can do better as well, perhaps? Well, we did not defend them well early, and um, it's going to be a big challenge for Malachi. Malachi has to be better. Uh, in this game, and it's a lot to ask of a, of a freshman because he's he's going to be guarding an All-American and then continue to – hopefully he can continue to play at such a really, really high level that Malachi has played at. But it's a big challenge, and obviously he's got to respond to, to, the, to, the, um, to the game, you know, kind of the frustrating game he had right before Christmas. We played really, really well as a team. It was just one of the games where he struggled, but – I think with a guy like Davis, it really is a collective team thing. Um, he's so good at getting to his spots and he's such um, he's got such burst and athleticism and he can make shots at all three levels that you just have to make it difficult for him. Um, and then you have to eliminate some of the impact that the other guys have. And then you talk about Malachi there. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, with this three game stretch he's on, um, you know, how much it's made you more comfortable maybe with the idea that he could really be a second option for you guys. And especially, you know, you talked early in the season about how, you know, Justice was going to be a guy to potentially step in in that, you know, late game playmaking type of role. 
um, how much you think that Malachi is kind of proving to you that he can kind of fill some of that role himself? Well, we've designated that, you know, really since the beginning of part of the season. I mean, our opening game, we, we ran an action for him when we needed a bucket. So this is not something that's just uh, come upon us because of his scoring in the last, um, you know, three games. Obviously, he started most every game. Uh, so we felt like that he could grow. Now, listen, it's, it's not going to be, you know, 35 one night, 24 the next night, every game you know, for, for Malachi, there's going to be ups and downs, but we, you know, we really have a high level belief in what he can be. I, I'm a little bit hesitant to say, you know, Hey, this guy's going to be the number two, or this guy's going to be the number three. Um, I, I think let's let that evolve and play out. Cause I think it could be different guys on different nights. We know that EJ uh, will most nights be our leading score and the guy that we play through. And there, there are other guys that have emerged, but, I don't think right now we're ready to say, okay, hey, it's definitely going to be this guy on this given night. I think we'll let guys continue to grow and, and, and evolve as players. We'll go with Jacob Benz and Clay Hall on deck. Jacob. Hey, Chris, uh, we talked with Kyle earlier and just about the team's conditioning. It's been something you've talked a lot about this last uh, week or two. And, you know, with your team playing three games in five days coming up, just where have you seen the team's conditioning level and the preparedness to play that many games in uh, this small of a stretch? You know, I think it's real. I think it's a real challenge because, you know, I mean, I, I, I had a 20-minute workout yesterday and could feel it. And I'm, a, I'm certainly far from an elite athlete. Um, I'm the opposite of what an elite elite athlete would be. Having said that, I do work out every now and then, and I felt differently. So I think there it's a re, it is a challenge coming those guys that came off the pause and uh, that were not able to do anything, and that also, you know, had COVID. And, and uh, you know, we tried to keep that relatively in house, but you could probably speculate. Um, so I think it is a challenge for us as a team collectively, and and. And individually, we're not there yet, but I think we're we're a little closer. And just from a bigger picture point of view, with students returning to campus this week with the start of the spring semester, you know, they see concessions are closed at games. They saw that you tested positive. I guess if you had a message to, a message to tell the students to um, as they continue to test and combat the pandemic themselves, just uh, maybe what would that be for the campus community? You know, I think just continue to follow the protocols that the university has in place. You know, it, it has went through our team, but everybody's been fine. We've had limited to, to uh, we've had really limited symptoms. Um, now we are fully vaccinated as a team, but I believe every student is as well. Um, I, you know, I have my booster as well. Um, I think, um, I think just continue to follow the protocols. I think we all agree right now, or at least most of us do, that we're going to have to continue to live with this. And um, as much as we can do to mitigate it, um, let's do that. But I'm, I'm really glad that uh, we have fans, that our students showed up last game, that they're going to hopefully show up at noon on Saturday because we desperately need them. We desperately need our fans. And I, I you know, I would certainly, you know, I don't anticipate. We'll see what the numbers would like are, are like, but hopefully, you know, the concessions will, will open up here uh, at some point before the season ends. Thank you. Uh, next up, Clay Hall and Colin Gay on that. Clay. Chris, one favor. Could you tilt your device so you're a little bit 
further up in the screen because I don't want to cover up your face on television with that name. Perfect. Thank you. Sure, uh, sure. Don't want to violate your HIPAA rights, but how did you conquer COVID? I mean, did were there uh, home remedies, uh, chicken soup? How did you come around to it? If uh, if you could share that. Yeah, Clay. I, you know, I really it did not hit me. I did have a fever, slight fever. Now I just recently got my booster, so you you know I I, I wonder. I know some the boosters affected some people, but I had a slight fever. Um, you know, I've had a little bit of trouble sleeping, uh, but that could be you know I have trouble sleeping in season anyway. Sure. Um, so I, you know, I, it did not affect me uh, all that much, and you know I think uh, my wife snuck down in the basement and grabbed that video of me watching the game the other night and sent it to. <laughs> to Joe Gemma, I think you could see, I was feeling, I was feeling fine and, uh, and energized. Uh, but I, I, I'm definitely following the protocols of when we can return and, and I'll be able to return to the team tomorrow morning. Good to see you. Thanks. Sure thing, Clay. All right. We'll go Colin Gay with Spencer Holbrook on that. Colin. Hey, Chris. Um, the Wisconsin game on December 11th was one of, I mean, your bigs were very consistent. I mean, whether it was Zed, whether it was EJ down low getting offensive boards, whether it was Kyle kind of more in a defensive role. And I'm curious about, I mean, as you watch film of that game, as you prepare for another battle with Wisconsin, I mean, how much do you take in that? Is that encouraging to you? How, what does that, uh, I guess, performance do in terms of your confidence moving into uh, this next game? Well, I think we've, <clears throat> when we've been good, our, our, our bigs have been good and physical. And, and I, I would I would say um, I, I, EJ as a forward's been physical and Zed's been physical. Uh, when we've not been good, we, we've, we've not been very physical. And I thought um, we had good physicality. We had one of our poorest, we had our poorest defensive rebounding efforts um, in four years uh, against Northwestern. Um, so that in our defense in general, uh, need, <clears throat> needs to get much better, but I thought our physicality on the offensive end was really good. And, um, it needs to continue to be that way because we've been at our best. And like I said, the Wisconsin game <clears throat> here, uh, we, we were really good on that. And I know, uh, you know, start a starting lineup really doesn't, I mean, you, you rotate players in and out, whether it was, whether it's said, whether it's Kyle, but I'm curious if, is that something that you do continue, want to continue to see Kyle in the starting lineup or that is, was, that, is it going to be fluid or? Yeah, that was, they, they play two forwards. Northwestern plays two forwards. So we talked about it as a staff and I just felt like um, that was a better matchup. They, they play two forwards and then they bring off a, a, a big guy off the bench uh, so that we felt like it'd be a better matchup across the board for our personnel. That's why we did that. Thank you. All right, we'll go. Spencer Holbrook, Stephen Means on deck. Spencer. Uh, Chris, I guess for clarity's sake, maybe for just myself, are you traveling with the team or are you going to travel separately and get up there tomorrow morning and, and be with them after that? So we've done everything virtually, uh, meetings, um, met with the team yesterday, uh, met with the staff uh, throughout both days. Uh, we put practice together like we normally would. Everything's been virtually and then the staff has run practice yesterday and today. Um, and then uh, I will travel there uh, tomorrow morning and, and uh, meet the team. Okay. And then, well, thank you for clarifying. And then uh, 
when you are at home watching a game and probably not something you've ever experienced or wanted to experience, and you probably don't want to do it again, uh, does that give you a little bit more appreciation for what you do and being on the sidelines? Do you, do you kind of look at it now or are you not allowing yourself to do that and just kind of focusing on what's ahead right now? Well, it makes me really appreciate good players. That's, that's, uh, that's what it makes me really appreciate that, that the start that EJ had, I think was great because it relaxed our, our coaching staff and it certainly relaxed the head coach at home too. All right. We'll finish the last two here. Steven means and Adam Jardy. Go ahead, Steven. Chris also just for more clarity, uh, it's, Pete and also on the same timeline as you, should we expect to see him back on the sideline tomorrow? Yeah, that's right, Stephen. He's uh, same same time. We both had symptoms at the same day, okay. um, so we we uh, <clears throat> which was which was last week, yes. Okay, and then uh, just to touch on Malachi again. Obviously, I, I think most people would have expected him to be on this timeline of at this point in the season is when he's get comfortable as a scorer at this level as he kind of figured out where he could get his shots at. Um, I mean, 35 points is not real every single night. 24 points is probably not even real. But what's a realistic expectation for a guy like that as he starts to come into his own here as you get into the meat of the Big Ten schedule? I mean, look around college basketball right now, as you know, Stephen, and everybody on this call knows. I mean, look at look at people in our league right now. Um, uh, we have two freshmen on our team that were in the top three in, in freshman minutes played in our league in Malachi and Michi. Um, so the fact that, 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 uh, that, that just shows you how hard it is to play as a freshman. And then certainly, uh, to have some of the numbers, um, especially on, on, you know, on a, on a good team, um, to have some of those numbers. So I, I don't anticipate again, I don't think it's realistic to expect those numbers uh, to continue. Uh, there'll be nights where he uh, struggles. Uh, there'll be nights where it's not his night. Uh, and he got to learn from that and continue to grow. Um, you know, the, the Wisconsin game, again, we're looking at, he had four turnovers, didn't score. Did I look at it, look at him that night and say, man, he's, you know, I, at that point, after that game, I said, Malachi is a really good player. Uh, and that was one of the, the games that he, you know, that he struggled. It just wasn't his night. We know what he can, what he can do. Um, and, um, you know, I think, I think we believe in what he can what he can be. All right, and we'll finish up with Adam Jardy. Go ahead, Adam. Chris, there's been a constant uh, theme since uh, the the Northwestern game about how the, the fact that you guys were able to weather this storm is a credit to the leadership that you built, the upperclassmen that you have. Jake talked about how it was the ultimate credit to what you've been building because the program was able to sustain itself even in, in your absence. Do you get a feeling for that, or does that does what you guys went through say something about? what you've been trying to build and where you think this program is five years in, into your, your time here? Well, you know, I, you know, I appreciate Jake saying that. I, I don't want to make too much of one game because it was a, it was a home game coming off a loss where we struggled in the last 10 minutes. And I think we had a motivated group, Adam, um, in, in that moment. You don't want to make too much of one game or not, but, you know, I, I would certainly hope that um, if my absence was, an extended absence, uh, you know, God forbid, if my absence was an extended absence, that there would be, I think that's when you really get a sense of what, how healthy uh, the culture is. And I, I believe we have a very, very healthy culture. 
And I believe that because I think we have um, exceptional people um, uh, as upperclassmen and as captains and as, as staff guys who um, are, are aligned in terms of what we believe is most important and how we believe coaching should be. So, um, you know, I hope that's the case. I would hope that if there was an extended absence that, that we could continue to grow. And I think that's what we're trying to do right now. Not be perfect, but continue to grow. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I was glad to see. I think those guys, too, had uh, uh, those upperclassmen had an alertness to them um, uh, that uh, they coming off coming off the Indiana game, they just wanted to play better. Uh, they, they, and and, uh, and I think that was, um, you know, they had a good good way about them for sure. And then slightly different topic, but I was asking Kyle about this. Uh, you both touched on some of the, the rebounding issues and, and trying yeah. to cut down on second chance opportunities. He talked a little bit about keys and what you try to do when you're in a scramble situation. But as you've like looked at when teams have gotten second chance opportunities, have there been um, like common threads or do, can you maybe try to quantify how much better teams shoot when they get a second opportunity against you guys? Oh, it's a, you know what? It's a, it's a great question because I'm sure there are numbers on that. And we've all watched college basketball enough here to know when you give up second chance, it more often results in something, a scramble situation, a wide open look. And I'm telling you, uh, it is almost like every time that thing's going down and um, we just have to be better. I, you know, again, our, our, we had a lot going on on Sunday, but to be to have one of our worst defensive performance or uh, rebounding performances in four years, it's just it's a challenge for us. We have to be better in that area, and we've had some really good moments defensively this year, but but that wasn't one of our better ones. We were just we were phenomenal offensively that night. So I think our rebounding defensively it's, is at the top. That and and just making better met uh, better decisions with the ball. I think those are our two things that we've talked about these last couple of weeks, we have to, we have to get better at. And, and can you give us any uh, status update on just, I guess, the state of the roster, how full strength you'll be, if there's updates on Seth or Justice? We haven't seen Seth in the last two games. Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, Seth uh, and Justice, are they're, they're, uh, there's no uh, immediate update on them. They're both continuing to make progress, um, Adam and um, – you know, they're doing a little more each time I see him. So uh, Justice has done a little more this week than what he did last week in terms of being active. He's, he's moving around. Uh, he's doing some light workouts. Um, so he's getting closer, but um, we don't expect to, to have him for Thursday or Saturday at noon. He or Seth. Thank you. All right, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. I'm